It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alexander Chester. With me as always at Pupil Winokur. Steve, how are you I'm doing today? What, what should we have really named the podcast? Like we, people don't realize, like we had no intention of continuing this past the NFL preseason. Thirty-two days, right? yeah. So, like, it was over. Naming, naming, naming things is really hard. I, I mean, think, naming my child, naming my children was hard. Yeah, you made like the newspaper with one of your child's names. You made like uh, you made like international news with one of your kids' names. That's well, that's true. But with both of our kids, you know, in New York, you have you're not allowed to leave the hospital without handing in the birth certificate form information, which includes the name, obviously. Mm -hmm. And for both of my kids, we just basically snuck out of the hospital without handing it in. We live across the street from the hospital, so it's much easier. And then, you know, in Jewish tradition, of course, you you formally give your child the name if it's a boy at his bris a week after he's born. But you know, most a lot of people, uh, you know, announce it beforehand. So we decided not to announce it beforehand, largely because we didn't have a name. And with both kids, my wife and I sat in our bedroom the night before the bris and said, all right, listen, like we have to publicly tell everybody we know this name in less than 12 hours and we don't have a name. What the hell are we going to do? So it really took us a while to come up with names. Yeah, my wife, for, for, the, for our son, we were still discussing it like 20 minutes before we named him. Yeah. <laughs> and who, who won that one ultimately? Did you, 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 you pick a name or your wife? I won. Yeah. And what's your son's name again? Uh, David Noam. No, we call him Noam though. Yeah, um, I like Noam more than you know. David's a little, a little too common in my opinion. So I like I'm so, I'll apologize that my grandfather that was his name. I'll, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, it was uh, selfish of him to to a, a to have a generic name. name and then B to die. Yeah. You know. Sorry, Zadie. <laughs> All right, for, apologies. For All right. <laughs> my grandfather did not like sports. He would not. I feel like he would. I don't know. I don't think he would have listened to this podcast. Your other grandfather loves sports, but also doesn't listen to this podcast. Correct. So. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and he, my, um, yes, he very well could, but he doesn't. Yeah. All my grandparents were dead uh, before the existence of the concept of a podcast. So not listening. In this world, anyway. So, you know, first, let's start on top. We got a lot of good feedback from our, our TV shows, podcasts, the, the trilogy that it turns out being the top 100 TV shows of all time. Yeah. We're going to try uh, and make the, the movies thing. Uh, yes. So as a reminder, yeah, so next week we're going to debut the top 100 movies of the past 25 years. We've already had a number of listeners submit lists, so feel free to send us your list of the top 100 movies that have come out since 1991. 
again, you don't have to go 100 deep. Uh, you know, I will say that making a movies list is much, much harder than making a TV show list. But it's kind of fun. I feel like it's like a fun if you if you have like a an afternoon. It's a lot of work, though. It is a lot of work. Is this like a, a movie is only one and a half or two hours. So everybody has seen like a thousand plus movies. Whereas a TV show, in order to rank it, you're not going to rank it unless you've seen many seasons of a show, which means committing 20, 30, 40 hours plus to a show, which nobody's done of that many shows. Nobody's watched more than like 100 TV shows, right? So ranking 100 TV shows isn't that hard. But movies, I think so we many. have watched more than 100 TV shows. Look at our lists. I mean, I listed every show I've ever seen, and I just barely got to 100. So I got past 100, and I don't know if I've seen yeah. every episode of, of every single show. But. Well, yeah, but you've seen a significant, you've seen like, you know, again, at least 10, 20 hours of each of them. Oh, way more, Pretty sure. Much. Except yeah, for the ones that only more, have yeah. 10, 20 hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we got some good feedback. By the way, we we also asked last week for people to review us on iTunes. We got a couple of iTunes reviews uh, this week. Should we read those? Sure. All right. So the first one is from somebody named Stu DeJew. I think I know who this is. Mm -hmm. I think you know as well. Sure. And uh, uh, should I translate this into English or just read it how he wrote it? (laughs) Read it how he wrote it, but then explain. I guess if it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of inside jokes. Then great show for the Omer in three weeks. I've listened to every Maccabees and Cole Hanishama. I think he has an extra syllable in there. Hanisha Mamana acapella song. This podcast helps me get through my workout during this difficult time, and I can still observe halakha. So some observant Jews don't listen to music uh, during certain times of the year in which they are in mourning. And this is our sarcastic friend Shmaria implying that when he doesn't listen to music, he uh, listens to our podcast. Uh, the next, the next comment, which I like even more, is from Nitro nineteen eighty. Says greatest podcast about lists ever. If you love self deprecating nerds, that's you. Guys that cry about Trump, that's me. And guys that make lists, that's both of us, uh, then this podcast is for you. So great comment there by Nitro. Thank you, Nitro. Yeah, maybe we should have named it, like, not The List. I think that's a TV show, but, like, something list-based. Well, there's that new list app. Yeah, I think it's BJ Novak's app. There's BJ Novak has that new list app. Somebody tweeted it at me. I forget who it was. I apologize. Can't find it in my mentions right now. But uh, I haven't taken a look at it yet. But a couple of the feedbacks that we got from our lists, uh, a lot of people recommending shows that we should watch we haven't seen, uh, like Black Mirror on Netflix, for example. Got a couple of recommendations. Um, one, one great Twitter comment we get here, by the way, from, from Cody Jones 20 Cody says, this is in response to my comment uh, in which I said, I don't, I don't listen to people under 30 or over 35. He said, people under 30 think they're so awesome with their Snapchat. People over 35 don't know what a podcast is. I think you're right in the sweet spot. Cody, I agree with you 100% there. And and then another thing people asked about is Akiva assigned me to watch The Genius, and I was supposed to assign Akiva to watch one of my top 100 shows, Ooh. and I didn't do it on the podcast. So I'm going to do that now. Oh, no, I'm ready. So we had discussed a couple shows. I was hoping that you assigned Bored to Death, a show I'd be happy to watch. I was fear- yeah, you, discuss, you discuss both these shows. I, I, I sorry, was fearful ahead. that you would assign uh, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, so you discussed both those shows. I did not show my hand. You know, you made me watch The Genius, a South Korean game show, in Korean, by the way. And so I was pouring through my list. You know, you said it had to be a show in my top 100. Had to be, yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't going to make you watch Boardwalk. You know, I'm not going to make you watch Party Down just because I think you'll like it anyways, and it's not a thing I'm going to force you to watch. Same thing with High Maintenance. And again, there's not really a season. You know, the early seasons online would take like an hour to watch because each episode's like five, ten minutes. The show that I was going to make you watch was Peep Show which was number 56 on my list. Oh, if you make me watch a British 10. show, I'll be really... Yeah, I'm not watching a British show. That wasn't part of the deal. It's funny. You make me watch a Korean show. So the advantage for you of Peep Show, it's on, it's, it's on Netflix. It's British, so there's only like six episodes in a season, and it's a half-hour comedy. So powering through one season would be very easy. But I decided not to make you watch Peep Show because Peep Show is too good of a show. 
And I'm going to punish you for making me watch The Genius. So, uh, you know what I'm giving you? Oh, boy. And you have to watch the entire first season. That's our agreement. Oh, why don't no. you go look at why don't you go look at number seventy seven on my top uh, on okay. my list of the top hundred shows of all time? Okay. Now I have a lot of emails from you, so I don't know how to find that. All right. Should I just tell you what it is? Uh, yes. The number seventy seven show of all time. Oh, I hope it's not Borgen. I hope it's not Borgen. The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. What? No, you can't. That doesn't count. This <laughs> <laughs> is not even possible. Oh, you better. You're gonna find it. You're gonna watch it. I can't watch one hundred eighty <laughs> episodes of the show. Fine, fine. You only have to watch. Uh, 30 episodes, all right? One I have to watch... Worth. No, but The Genius has 10 episodes. How about I have to watch 10? Uh, all right, fine. You have to watch 10 episodes of season one of The Tonight Show, but com- full episodes. Oh, I expect to report. It has to specifically be the first season? <laughs> yeah, you got to watch 10 full episodes of the first season of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. I don't know where the hell you're going to find those. Okay, if they're available. If they're not available, I get a pass. And you if, you're not available, if, if you're not available, if they're not available, we'll defer to Peep Show. Okay, so hopefully they'll be available. Yeah. I don't want anything. By the way, that's the reason, reason I have tonight, show. the reason I have Tonight Show on here is because you know I did as a you kid have the Tonight up, Show with Jay Leno on your hundred list. Yeah, because I watched it. It's in my it's in my list in which is called I have problems with it, which is the lowest tier. But because I did watch it a lot as a kid, headlines every Monday. That was a that was a perk. Okay, so, the first know, the, permanent episode is on YouTube. Okay, there you go. So that's your initial homework assignment. I'm very proud of myself. By the way, while we're updating on things we owe each other, so uh, an update of some of our weekly bets. You beat me six to four in our Kentucky Derby bet. You you had Nyquist, who uh, in hindsight apparently uh, May tenth ninety three with Nikki Taylor, David Bowie, and Keanu Reeves. Full episode. All right, keep All right, going. Excited. All right, yeah. So you beat me in the horsey's bet uh, six to four, but I've already clinched a victory over you on our NBA playoffs prediction bet. Uh, based on our scoring system, I'm beating you forty six to forty right now. I have a six point lead, and even if uh, you are perfect in your predictions for the last three rounds, you'll only gain four points on me. Uh, so I've clinched that one. So. Uh, you win one, I win one, and I'm still up one cumulatively. Uh, of all our bets, I'm plus one, plus $10 on you. All right. Well, Ross Perot. Yeah. He was on what the Tonight Show for 22 minutes. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be tough. But, yeah, so, you know, our, I, I want to make sure that you don't renege on this bet because, as I understand it, uh, you made a similar bet once before, and you did renege. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, there's no proof. Well, unfortunately for you, uh, your friend, uh, childhood friend Andrew Parver, he of the uh, he was the one whose list was mostly uh, network shows. He just sent us a voicemail, so let's take a listen. Here's the thing about Akiva. Akiva thinks everything he watches is the greatest thing, and if he hasn't seen it, it's horrible. So when it comes to Duck Soup, which is perhaps by critics considered the greatest Marx Brother movie of them all, Akiva has never seen it. So. I don't remember the details, whatever it was. He clearly lost the bet and had to own up to watch Duck Soup. It's available on YouTube. And I think it's easily 15 years he still hasn't watched it. Besides the fact that it's considered the greatest Marx Brothers movie of all time and it's beautiful satire on war, it features perhaps the greatest scene of any Marx Brothers movie in an all-comedy, which is the famous murder scene with Groucho and Harpo, which was so beautifully recreated in I Love Lucy with Lucille Ball and Harper Marx and I Love Lucy, the greatest television show of all time, in this classical uh, slapstick humor idea. So, Keith, man up, own up, duck soup. All right, Akiva, so I think you've been confronted with the evidence. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the facts of the deal is we had a similar deal. I think like he would have had to watch Braveheart. We were on a skiing trip in like maybe Attach, New Hampshire. 
I think I went with his family. And I think we watched Braveheart. And like the deal was like, I had to pick one, we had to pick one, but we never watched Duck Soup. I don't know why he was so obsessed with Duck Soup. So I, I, I guess I owe, after I watched 10 episodes of the 1992-1993 season of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, I guess I got to watch, is not only is it black and white, are the Marx Brothers movies silent? Are they silent movies? I don't think so. Or are they just black and white? All right, that's not no, so bad. Yeah, the no, Marx no, Brothers don't silent. talk, no, though. Anyway. All right, so I got I got a lot of homework, a lot of fun homework. <laughs> all right, so let's let's talk about this week's bet. So obviously we're going to reserve longer conversations for football as we get closer to the football season. But the very first uh, Bovada over-unders for all 32 teams came out today. So it's very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. So obviously these numbers are subject to change. Neither one of us has done a lot of research yet, but I thought we'll whip through these. We'll each quickly give an over and under on each of those, and uh, you know whichever ones we disagree on, that will be uh, this week's bet. So uh, much like the baseball bet, this is going to be a bet that's going to last a long, long time until we can determine a winner. But right, uh, but we're not. We, we this bet counts, but we're not beholden to these picks when we yeah, actually we're, make we're, picks yeah, in August. Yeah, our our picks will come in August or September. Yeah, in, in late August when we've done our research. But let's just okay. go very quickly, and we'll start at the bottom. Uh, Cleveland Browns over under is four and a half. Not looking at their schedule, not looking at anything. I'm going to say over just because it's way too low a number. What yeah, four you? and a half is too low for anybody. Over. Okay. Uh, the Titans are at five and a half, and for the same reason, I'll go over on the Titans. Oh, definitely over. Mariota's going to have a big year. Over. All right. Uh, next, they have 49ers, also five and a half. Here, I'm going to go under because we don't even know who their quarterback is. Yeah, I mean, if Blaine Cabot's the quarterback, five and 11 is obviously in play, but I'm still going to go over. That's a very low number. Okay, fine. So we have a disagreement there. I mean, they have a much better coach than Tom Sula. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I can't go over for everybody, so I gotta gotta pick an under somewhere. All right, and we gotta have some disagreements. All right, uh, now we get to a bunch of teams that are all at the seven win mark, and uh, a lot of these are teams that we thought very highly of going into last season. One is the San Diego Chargers, who I think we both had in the top ten. Now they're over under is seven, and I don't really see anywhere that they've improved. Again, I've done no research when I uh, opine here, so I'm gonna say under seven for the Chargers. It's hard to go under seven. Like seven is such a weird number because. You know, basically you're saying they're going to be potential. awful. Yeah, there is like I would pick push if I could pick push, yeah. but I will go um, over. Okay, so we got another disagreement there, and in Akiva, as you did in baseball, where you went over on like 24 of the 30 teams. So far, you're I was over right. On all five teams. I was right on everything so far in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> all right, the uh, New Orleans Saints. They're over under seven as well. That's another one where I really want to push. Yeah, I'm going under. The Saints are the organization. With the most delusional fans. You could see their fans going nuts on the internet the last few weeks about how bad their cap situation is. They don't. They stopped being good four years ago, and the fans haven't picked up on it yet. The Saints are under. Yeah. I'm going to go under as well. Another team who's over under is seven and going into last season thought that they were contenders, and that's uh, Shamir Simon's Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to go under here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of wild cards at the quarterback position there. So yeah. <laughs> I w- this is a clear stay away if you're actually spending real money. But... I'm going to go under. I feel like uh, it's going to take a while to get out of uh, sort of the Chip Kelly stuff. All right. Uh, we're looking for uh, our next disagreement. We only got two so far, and maybe it will be the Miami Dolphins. Your uh, preseason Super Bowl pick in the AFC last year. Now their over-under has plummeted to seven. This is another one where I really want to push. I think they're going to bounce back a little from last year. No, this is, an eight, this is a team that's going to win at least eight games. All right, I was going to say over just because I think the Jets are going to regress a little bit. Buffalo's yeah. going to regress no, a little bit. No, this team is going over for sure. Okay, fine. So we're both at over there. Uh, the, watch. The, I'll, I have a whole summer to talk myself into them winning the Super Bowl again. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> all right now we have the Lions at seven. Uh, they're the worst team in that division, so I'm going to go under. It's going to be tough to get even two wins in the division, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, they kept the coach, right? They lost their best player. They lost their best player. Uh, is it is it a positive that they kept their coach? No, it's not a positive. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I, if I had to predict the number, I'd probably predict them to go seven and nine. But I'm not going over because I don't think they could hit eight and eight with that team. So under. All right. Okay. Now we get to the seven and a halfs. Talking about delusional fan bases, uh, Washington. They went nine and seven. Somehow won that terrible division last year. They're at seven and a half, and I am definitely going under. Hmm. I mean, th- this yeah. one is. I think uh, Cousins played Cousins played above his like absolute yeah, ceiling sure. last year. I don't hate them. I think eight and eight is their most likely record, but I, I just don't see them doing nine and seven again. If you know, unless Romo gets hurt again and the, just the division's wide open. Uh, but I think the Eagles are going to be better, so I'm going under on the Redskins. All right, the Bucks also seven and a half. Number seems a little high on me. I think they'll be improved from last year, but seven and a half seems a little too high. I'm going to go under. Wait, wait, if you're paying attention, I said the Eagles went under like a really low number, and then I said they're going to be better. So this is, uh, this is still preseason for us. What's the number yeah. here? Seven and a half for the Bucks. I say under. Uh, I'm going to go over because I think the Saints are going to be garbage in that division. I, I don't, I, I'm fine with the Falcons. I don't love them. That's uh, a division where I, losing teams have had a record of winning the division. Though. It's true. It's true. Um, I, really, I really like Jameis and Mariota in year two. Okay. Now we have the Los Angeles Rams back on the West Coast. So weird. They're, they're at seven and a half. Yeah, it's a perfect number for them. Starting Goff at quarterback, I'm, this is an easy under How dare anybody suggest that Jeff Fisher can't go eight and eight? Obviously, <laughs> he's going to go eight and eight. It's an over. Okay. And uh, that takes us to the Jaguars, whose number is seven and a half. Seems incredibly high. You know, obviously, they get the benefit of two first-round draft picks. Yeah, this is a loaded team, though. I feel this is, you know, if they get anything extra out of the QB position, I feel like they could really make a jump to being a wild-card contender. I mean, this talk year. about ceilings. I think their quarterback has sort of reached his ceiling. Okay, but the but the team around them is still pretty good, and I don't think All he's right. reached his ceiling. That's silly. I'm I'm gonna go under on the Jags. I'm going over for sure. All right. So we have five disagreements on all five. I'm going under. You're going over. So for the pessimists versus the optimist. Now we have the Bears at seven and a half. Yeah, this I is think, another team. The yeah. number's pretty close. They did a little better last year than people expected. I'm going to go under because I think seven and nine is more likely than eight and eight. It's really tough. This Bears number. I just think the two teams at the top of the division are really good, and so Detroit and Chicago are going to be in trouble. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not married to the Packers like you are. I'm not, I'm not convinced they're going to be good. I do like Fox in a second season. I'm going over. All right, there we go. The Falcons at seven and a half. This is a team that started what six and zero and ended eight and eight or something yeah. like that. So <laughs> really hard to predict here. They're seven. I and do like seven the coach. Half is I really like Quinn. I was really high on Quinn all of last season. I like his in game stuff. Even the second half of the year. Well, they fell apart, but uh, yeah. They, all right, they, I'm going to go under again here. It's at seven and a half. I'm I'm sticking with my under. Theme. I want to go over, but I have to go under on some of these teams. So I'm going under on Atlanta. All right, now we have your beloved Jets at eight and eight. Yeah, under next. I don't even want to. They talk don't about even. It. They don't even. They're going to be yet. under. They're going to be under after week nine. Let's go. Yeah. Now we have the Giants at eight and eight. The Giants are a team that I always overrate every year. I'm trying to learn my lesson. You know, I, uh, lo- you I know, love McAdoo. I really think that this something. You know, they could. Re- McAdoo got a great year out of Eli. Eight's we- the perfect number for them. If it was seven and a half, I'd go over. Uh, are they going to be a winning team? Well, you it's still push. I, you don't. You don't lose at eight and eight. Yeah. All right. Fine. So I'm going to say I'll say over. You've convinced me. What about you? Also yeah, over? Over. Oh. All right. The Bills at eight. And that also, that's about the number where they're going to end up. But, you know, Rex Ryan's teams do worse as he continues. And so, um, you know, he's also siding with Donald Trump. So I'm going to go under on the Bills at eight and eight. Oh, Sammy Watkins, who was basically the best player in football for the last six weeks last year, is already hurt. I just feel like the Rex uh, thing may run its course in year two already. I'm going under for Buffalo. 
All right, now we have a number that's shockingly high to me. The Raiders at eight and a half. Wow. People loving their Derek Carr. Yeah, the Carr. Raiders' Twitter account is very uh, confident, but uh, I'm not so sure. I, f- I feel like this is a perfect team. This team belongs at eight and eight. I- I'm going under. The, 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 the possible Las Vegas Raiders, yeah. So I, I agree with you. I'm under as well. Now we have the Texans at eight and a half. This is another tough one. Um, you know, last year they went nine and seven with with nothing at quarterback, but they also benefited from you know the division collapsing. And I say nothing at quarterback, but actually, you know, the numbers were pretty good. Brian Hoyer actually had a pretty decent season, and you know, I think their quarterback position might be worse this year. Actually, oh yeah, it could be. Um, well, but it, I'll you say know. over because I th- I think with JJ Watt you can still go nine and What's seven. What's number eight no and a half? Eight and a half. I'm going under. That that number's too high for the Texans. All right, finally we uh, flip, and uh, I have an over, and you have another, so that's good. Now we have the Ravens at eight and a half. People are basically saying that last season was completely a wash, yeah. nothing to take to learn from it. Nothing. I tend to agree. I'll except, say over, except that Joe Flacco's still elite. Uh, I'm yeah. going over also. All right, the Broncos, fresh off a Super Bowl victory, a dominant defense. They had the worst quarterback in football last year. They still breezed past this number, so it's kind of shocking. They are so disrespected. Their over under is nine. I mean, this has to be an over, right? That's crazy. Yeah, it's got to be it over. All right. And now we get to the contenders. Uh, nine and a half is the Cowboys. So, again, like the Ravens, people think Glasses was complete wash. I know that you love the Cowboys. To me, I don't. They're old. They, I mean, they, they had a terrible draft and a bad offseason in general. I'm going under the Cowboys nine and a half. And this is just about a lock for me. Yeah, because Roma gets hurt, you win your bet. You, you could get hurt in week one and you win your bet. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going under too. Okay. Colts, another team that people think last year was a wash. I tend to agree because you have to assume that luck will be healthy this year. So I will say over nine and a half, even though it's a pretty big number for a team that, you know, is not that good. But I'll say over nine and a half for the Colts. I'm going under. I feel like they, they're going to be a nine and seven team. The Jaguars could, and the Titans are improving. So that's not really that's really not a bad division anymore, to be honest. Yeah, well, uh, now we get to my Vikings nine and a half as well. It's a pretty good number. I think 10 and 6 is probably where they end up. I see that the over is minus 130. The under is even. So all the money's going on the over right now. Who's the kicker right now? Who's their kicker? <laughs> no, it's still Blair Walsh. So I'm going to say over on the Vikings. Nine and a half is a lot. I mean, you got Adrian Peterson really, you know, he has a good chance of hitting, you know. I hope. Uh, look, I've been on record. I want them to cut Adrian Peterson. The, the team was better when he wasn't on the field last year. He does not um, help the Vikings. I do wonder if there's any residue from that hideous loss last year. I hope there's residue. Um, I, I feel, uh, I feel like it's a nine and seven team. I'm going on there. All right. There we go. Um, by the way, Vikings Twitter is completely irate about the fact that ESPN, their headline, you know, they were previewing like every team, how they done in the off season mm-hmm. and the Vikings got an A, but the article about the NFC North said the Packers won the division yet again last year. Can the Vikings, uh, but, but with their hot off season, can the Vikings take it back? And Vikings fans are irate because, you know, obviously we won the division last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> feel like we don't get no respect. Um, you know, th- they went 11 and 5 last year, and I think they're going to be better this year, but possibly a worse record. Um, but I think 10 and 6 is fine. So that's a disagreement. Now we have the Chiefs also at 9.5. That's a little high for me. That's high. And, and you sold me. You were really high on Andy Reid rebuilding the team and i wasn't you had them really high in your coaches rankings i think they'll probably go 10 and 6 but i see 8 and 8 more likely than you know 12 and 4 you know i don't think they repeat what they did the last couple of years frankly so i'm gonna go under on the chiefs yeah that's just the number's a little high i'm gonna go under two but at this point i'm never gonna write off andy reed again all right uh in the regular season anyway yeah of course yeah. Obvi- well obviously um, all right okay uh, now uh we have two more teams at nine and a half we have the Bengals. Can't talk about a playoff collapse. Can they recover? 
I see no reason why they can't. I don't understand why they're only nine and a half. They were the best team in football, you know, un- until uh, Dalton went down. So to me, the Bengals are an easy over. Yeah, they're a regular season team also. They're going to go over. I do yeah. think the core is getting a little older, and and they don't have the ridiculous depth that they had at the beginning of last season and two years ago. But I think 10 wins is not a tall task for a team that, that talented. All right, and then the last nine and a half team is the uh, your other Super Bowl uh, pick in the preseason, and it looked really good in the regular season. The Cardinals. I was low on the Cardinals. You were high on the Cardinals. You were right, but I'm gonna bet low again. Again, I think Carson Palmer. He's an injury risk waiting to happen as soon as he does. And, and he's getting old. Like you have to think that. Yeah, he he's slip. like 37. So I'm gonna say under Cardinals nine and a half. Yeah, I have to go over. I just think that they're the most loaded team in the league. Over basically. again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right, and now we have the five teams that are the. The leading contenders in the NFL this year, according to the early, early Vegas odds. Okay. Each of these teams at 10.5. So let's start with the defending NFC champions, the Carolina Panthers at 10.5. You know, they went 15-1 and one last year, so they'd have to drop five games to go under here. What do you think? Yeah, they're going over. Over for sure. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're uh, good. You know, this is the team that went 7-8-1 and one last year, uh, the year before. So I, I, they're obviously not going to win 12, 13 games again. 10.5 is a high number. I'm going to go under, so that's another disagreement for us there. Um, but again, remember, they get Kelvin Benjamin back. Their offense should be better, if anything. Yes, um, it will be. Now we have the Patriots at 10.5. Without Brady for four games, presumably. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're, they're going over. All right. I'm going to say under. But, uh, you know, maybe it's wishful thinking. The Steelers at 10.5. This is another team I think is getting too much respect. The yeah, I agree. was really bad last year. 10.5 is a under. ridiculous number for them. They're, they're under. Yeah. All right. So we agree there. Seattle at 10.5. I'm, I always love Seattle. I'm going to go on the over for the Seahawks. I just think the division is really tough, and you could go 10 and 6 and still have a good year. It's hard. Like they did last for, year. That's yeah, what they it's did hard last for me year. to guarantee 11 wins for a team that really took a step back last season. So I will go under, but uh, that's not like uh, one of my best bets for sure. Okay, and then the last team, uh, the Green Bay Packers, they are at 10 and a half. People really banging the over. It's at minus 165. People haven't learned the lesson from last year. You know, the Packers are not really it's a two good years team. in a row just... where Rodgers has not had a big year. Um, well, by his I, standards. Yeah, yeah, I mean, by his standards. Well, yeah, yeah well, I mean, he's not he hasn't been the number one quarterback in football two straight years. Yeah. But I will say under on the Packers. I think I think the Vikings and Packers are both about 10 and six teams over 10 and a half. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm so sick of Packers. Mike McCarthy. Also, yeah, I'm going under. This is one of my best bets under. All right. So there's 13 teams on which we disagree. Which means that unless we have a push, and I'm sure we will, uh, we're guaranteed of a winner or a loser there. But here's another bet that you got to put in your back pocket and wait like an absurd eight months to know who wins that one. Oh man, I, I, I'm waiting. You know, the three months for three months and change for the NFL to come back. I All right, you, so whatever. I'm, we I'm we, dis- we disagreed on 13 teams, but I, I think we need to find something else to fight about. So in case we haven't had enough arguments already today, uh, we have another one teed up. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What are, what are we doing? All right, so, you know, one thing that we've argued offline about quite a bit is the intro music. You picked the intro music, or you've picked each of the intro musics that we've had. My main issue has been the lack of consistency, and, um, and then you criticize how I implement them as well. Your main issue is a lack of consistency? That's like a bizarre complaint. Well, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that we've run through so many different songs, we haven't just picked one. Yeah, and how many right? people have noticed? I'm, I'm guessing somewhere between zero and for sure nobody. Yeah, all right, okay, so we started with the song... Well, so we'll get to that in a second. So what we've done today is we've brought on an expert to help us uh, make a decision here. Is so he, we have it's like a mari- he's like a marriage counselor. He's a, yeah, he's a marriage counselor for the specific issue of what music we should have, uh, you know, as the theme to our podcast. So we have with us Jake Belnick. He's a music supervisor. Uh, he has his own podcast, the Do Me a Solid Show. Uh, Jake, welcome to 32 Fans. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, so Jake, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but but you sort of help select the music for, for TV shows and things like that, right? That's exactly what I do. I, I help select it and then license it as well. Okay, good. So you're going to help us uh, select the music for this podcast. We're not going to license it because uh, we don't have any money, but uh, you're going to help us select the song today. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. Um, and uh, your podcast, Do Me a Solid Show, what's that about? Uh, it's about music supervision. I have a special guest every week, and we talk about the shows that are playing the music we love, who's playing stuff we hate, and we talk to composers who actually create the music for television about how that process works. What, uh, what show has the best music right now? Right now, uh, even though they only play about one song an episode, I'm loving what Silicon Valley does at the end of each episode. They usually have some killer hip-hop, and I don't say that about any hip-hop. So, so this isn't like the score. This is actual songs that they, that they bring into right. the show. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I deal with the actual songs, like when you hear Future, yeah. Mumford & Sons. Okay, cool. All right, so so let me tell you a, a bit of the history of, of our, how our intro music started. So the first episode, mm-hmm. the first couple episodes, we had a song that Akiva picked uh, by Placebo. It's called Running Up the Hill, and the intro sounds like this. Yep. All right, Jake. So that's a song I keep it picked at first. You know, it's called "Running Up That Hill." It's got sort of a, a theme of you know, like NFL preseason, which worked a little bit. But um, my feeling was it was a little bit slow for a for a football podcast. Yeah, that's Rob, Rob, uh, Rob Sesternino, and a few other people said it was like a little bit of a downer to like get people hyped up to listen to football talk. Yeah, although I did like you had 30 seconds with no audio because that sort of works. Yeah, the pe- the one thing everyone recommends is like more time without you speaking. So I think. Yeah. You know, like thirty extra seconds without Chester is good. Well, I would have to, I would have to agree actually about it's a, not only is it maybe a little slow, but it's a bit of a downer. And you guys are kind of have a lively conversation. It's fun. It's sports. It's a little, it's a little bit of a downer for me to be, especially starting the show. All right, good. So for we an ditched upbeat that one. conversation. Yeah, we ditched that. One I was just thinking, early. what if we had like a sad song when like the Jets or the Vikings lose? Like the song <laughs> well, that w- is, yeah. is determined based on the mood. We'll be well, playing that Jets, song every single. You'd have to play that song yeah. constantly. Yeah. Yes, this coming season it'll be every single week. We'll have to play. Yeah, that Jake. Exactly. So you live in we LA. Have a quarterback. But you're from New York. Are you a Jets fan? I am a Jets fan. I'm born and raised in New York City, and unfortunately, a Jets fan my whole life. Yeah, that is unfortunate. You tell me about um, him. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't even want to play. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't want to pay him. But all right. So, so the <laughs> the other the other disagreement that Akiva and I had early on was that I thought that you should have a theme and that you should have the same music intro and outro. But Akiva wanted two totally different songs. So we started with that as our intro song. And then our outro song uh, was stolen from... uh, We stole the song that the Jinx, the HBO show, used, which is an eel song. It's called Fresh Blood. And, um, you know, I think especially if anybody who watched the Jinx is familiar, but it went like this. Now, I thought that this worked well for the Jinx sort of the dramatic way that their episodes, especially the last episode, would end. But I wasn't sure about our podcast, and I also wasn't sure about the idea of having a separate song at the beginning of the end. So uh, what say you, Jake? Well, let's start with um, the first thing you said. I also think it works well in the Jinx. However, <laughs> not as much as your outro. Kind of the same feeling as Placebo, to be honest. It just seems a little bit darker than what you guys have going on here. In terms uh, of having a different outro and intro, I, I hate to give an answer like that, but I, like this, but I really feel like that's personal preference. Some people are going to agree with that doing a different one. Some people are going to hate it. But I, I would say that's going to be so 50-50 that that's really up to you. I personally would want the same one so that people 
start to recognize my theme in the beginning and in the end, and that theme sticks in their head, so every time they hear it, they know, do me a solid show. That's my version of it, but some people might like to hear something a little different that helps round out the show in a different way than the original song helped ramp it up. Yep. And Akiva, what are your thoughts? Well, I think sometimes the show is a downer, so I feel like <laughs> maybe, maybe Especially that if you're talking song about works perfectly. Not just the Jets. I feel like just our conversation. Yeah, sometimes they take a sure. crazy turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so are they we, we, that dark though? I mean, yeah. So we stuck with the Jinx, but we ditched uh, that intro music pretty early on, and, and we went to a song called "Si Senor" by Control Machete, uh, which is more upbeat. And um, and this is what we went through all the way through football season into January. I think this is the music that probably thirty-two fans uh, fans recognize as, as our intro music to the extent that anybody cares. So I think this is not a bad song. What do you think, Jake? It's not bad at all. Um, out of the ones you've sent me, still not the one I would choose, but you're get, in my opinion, this one's heading in the right direction and my favorite of the three that have been played would, so far. Now, Jake, would you recommend that song? Were you familiar with that song? I was not, actually. See, I really like it. I think I heard it first in the movie Amoros, Amoros Peros, like a, a, a Mexican yeah. movie, Spanish-language movie from, uh, from uh, like, over a decade ago. But uh, is that the type it of... It's a really great song. Yeah, I feel like you could you could place that song on a show somewhere. Or oh, without a doubt. In fact, it reminded me of Breaking Bad, actually. I felt like that could have been a great song for Breaking Bad. Yeah, all right, good call. Yeah, not a bad call. All right, so so that's what we had, and then Akiva decided that we had to, you know, distinguish the NFL regular season podcast from the off season podcast, and Fair. so and, and also I think he wanted to go more for a wrestling theme because uh, you know we have a lot of fights between <laughs> the two of us, and, and that, you know, the, and those fights they're real to me, damn it. So he uh, he introduced <laughs> "Overcome the World" by Primetime Players, and and we decided to keep this both for intro and outro. So it and starts, I have no idea where I found this song. I think it may have been on. The Challenge, on MTV's The Challenge. I'm not sure where I heard it. Well, it looks like it's from Position Music, which is a company I'm very familiar with. And it explodes so out of the gate. This one explodes yeah. out of the gate, which I like. The only problem Position is music you, only library, like, yeah. you only have like 10 seconds until the words start, so it's a little hard to use. You could loop it. I mean, yeah, Chester, you could loop it. My bad. <laughs> we didn't even know so that yeah, was a so, thing so until you came on Jake. I didn't yeah. even know that so, was legal. So, so I like I like the song, and then also I like the end. I've, I've just skipped to the end of the song now, so we can hear the end of it. And this is how we'd wrap up the podcast. And I like how instead of fading out, it's pretty aggressive, and then it just has the zip where it just cuts off right like that. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't even like. I've never heard the end. I don't know. Like we've never played it on the podcast. Yeah, Akiva's never listened to an entire episode of our show, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so what, so what are your thoughts on that song? I would have to say, energy-wise, this one is the clear favorite for me. I mean, also, it, it was, I was surprised to hear this one because the other three are all kind of in that same vein of energy, and this one is a total diversion from that. But I think, in my humble opinion, this one is right on in terms of energy. And just... it. I don't know. It got me ready for your podcast when I listened to an episode today, and this was the intro that I heard on that one. What episode did you listen to? I listened to your most recent one. What was that? The top top ten TV the shows. Top ten TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Any any hot takes from that episode? <laughs> well, I listened to mostly the intro for the music. Oh, that's so I would fair. Have to go, I, I mean, I listened to the whole thing, but I would have to listen. As soon as he heard again. us, he's like, "Oh, I put gotta get Put you on the spot, Jake. I put you on the spot. No, no, not really. I just, I would have to listen again to remember what your guys' choices were. Okay, but just my list was better. 
I can't speak to that as of right now. Akiva, okay, do you think there's case. anybody out there who like loves that song but is too cheap to spend the 99 cents? So they just download our podcast every week to listen to it and then they cut off after 10 seconds. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, there, I feel like I feel like you're the only person cheap enough to even think about that. Like no one, no one else could <laughs> Wait, even me? fathom such an idea. Why am I getting painted into this corner? Uh, so the other issue I have with that one, as I said, if we could get an instrumental version, because um, you know the, you, you talked about looping it, but the problem is it's such a short like t- period to loop because there's really only like ten seconds before. Uh, well, the problem is lyrics. you could get one from Position, who I'm seeing is the owner. Well, then of the we have song. to pay for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. At, as a music supervisor, this is terrible of me. But as of now, I would recommend looping it. Yeah, or just right, searching so, the internet. Okay, for so so the leader in the clubhouse right now is you think we stick with the, the we we stick with what brung us here. But Akiva, no slouch, has brought nine new songs for us to listen to today as as potentials. Yeah, and okay. Chester brought zero, just in case people were tracking at home. Yeah, and and do you Akiva, even listen? These, do you listen to music I at am all, Alex? Score over here. Yeah, well, so one of the problems I have is I listen to music when I have finished all my podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, like right now, I couldn't listen to music even if I wanted to because you have ten Game for, of Thrones for, podcasts. For, for, forgetting about any other restrictions because of the fact that I just have like so many podcasts that I have to like, power through. Uh, really, I, I think I haven't caught up since Passover because Passover took me out of the game because it was a few days in a row when I wasn't listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and that built. Mm-hmm. And then Game of Thrones got involved. Well, I think it actually started. You, know, you should as well. take a day off of work just to catch up on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and don't tell your wife. Just go to a hotel and listen to podcasts all day on double speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I have like again, I have like 150 episodes in the bank, so that's more than 24 hours. Even by the way, I listen. Doesn't... Speaking of music and podcasts. I'm going to give you a podcast recommendation for a particular episode, not for the entire show, because I don't even love the entire show. There's a podcast called Don't Get Me Started, and basically it's comedians, mostly like you know L.A. UCB type comedians. Some of them you've heard of, a lot of them you haven't, uh, are on with these two guys, Anthony King and Will Hines. And on Don't Get Me Started, they basically say, like, what is your like number one hobby? Like, pitch us on your obsession. So for you, Chester, it might be Game of Thrones podcasts. And uh, I don't. What would it be for you, Jake? Like, what's your number one hobby? Not music, because that's your profession. Yeah, I was gonna say making sports charts for me, but anyway. Yeah, honestly, I, I have to agree. Sports would be my number. Okay, sports but, and technology. Okay, like, I'm a nerdist but, but guy. But it's usually more specific. Podcasts. It's usually a little like it might be about the Jets, but it wouldn't be about sports in general. I feel like that's gotcha. Too. But anyway, so they had this comedian. Wait, Akiva, what would yours yeah. be? I was uh, mine. I think would be. Um, I because I wouldn't want to do the Jets. Um, I was ha- actually actually thinking that mine should be Too podcasts depressing. also. Yeah, no, I um, I think mine would be spending quality time with my family. Oh my god, oh, <laughs> it's Lord, a joke. The lies, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Just in case my wife heard. My it. god, um, that, that's the that's the second biggest lie. <laughs> she she yelled. She heard it. <laughs> Which oh, <laughs> it's true. Um. Still, still doesn't top when you said that you uh, paid full full price for all of uh, uh, Louisa's latest show. 30, 32 bucks, maybe. I paid $32 for Hearts to Beat. Anyway, so this podcast episode with Joe Wengert, he basically talks about his insane OCD music buying ritual. I don't want to spoil it, but it's called Music Buying Rituals. It's from February 2015. Everyone should download it when they listen to this. Uh, it is amazing how insane this February guy is. February 15 or 16? February 2015. February 3rd. Oh, so it's like over a year ago. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's well worth listening to. He is bananas. And it right. is the most OCD thing you've ever heard in your life. Anyway. Well, we're, so, so Akiva, where did you come up with, with these nine songs you have for us today? Okay, so yeah. I, I, when I listen to music, if I hear a song, I'll, you know, Shazam it. Or I'll, uh, if I can't, I'll, you know, 
I'll just like sort of grab a few words from a lyric even and That's put it exactly in my phone I mean. and Google and Google the lyrics. Like I will. <laughs> That's what I do also. Yeah. I will. You know, Google's like, amazing at that. Yes. I will. Basically, Google was invented for when Yahoo once was trying to like make a move on Google. They like some Yahoo executive was like, "All Google is is music lyrics," but they really do music lyrics well. Um, the yeah. yeah, that didn't end up so well for Yahoo. But I think, um, I, like I will move like hell and high water to find out. Like the two songs that I don't, I don't know what they are, and they're just like in my head. Well, like you know that'll bother me for a year. So anyway, uh, I'll I'll listen to a TV show, and if I like a song, actually a lot of times that's where I'll find it for. Sometimes like maybe I watch. Jake, maybe Jake picked it. It's possible. I actually know. I actually think Jake the MTV shows sometimes have really good original songs like the Real World yeah. and the Challenge. Well, well, you guys are like this uh, as sports fans. Were you guys fans of Friday Night Lights? Sure, sure. Friday Night Lights famously had amazing music. Yeah, and that was uh, my first gig. I worked for a woman named Liza Richardson on the final three seasons, and my very first job was working for her, choosing the music for Friday Night Lights. Oh, that's for cool. The last and three seasons. Well, the Friday yeah. Night Lights also was unique because it had a score from a real band, right? Explosions in the Sky. Well, people, the the, the composer was actually Snuffy Walden, who did like West Wing, and he did Explosions type score. But NBC bought a bunch of Explosions tracks flat out, so they could use them whenever they want. Oh, okay. So it was a combination. I got yeah. it. I got it. Look at um, someone dropping actual knowledge on our podcast. Yeah, this is the first time Thanks. this happened since like. Well, uh, jo- I think Jordan did it actually. That's true. And then it got, the ba- it got a band. Podcast, so. That was good. <laughs> All right, fine. So let's listen. How about we listen to the first song appropriately titled First by the Cold War Kids? Okay. And so is this supposed to be intro or outro? or? or? This is an intro. I really like this song, but there's an issue. It's a fantastic okay, song. So let's listen. So my feeling thus far, it's a bit slow. It's not podcasty. Yeah, it, it might start out. You wouldn't necessarily have to use it from the beginning. If you could fade into it. Is, is there a better uh, spot, Akiva, that we should jump to? No, I, mean, I, like I really chorus, like the beginning. The, yeah. The, yeah, but my problem is that the lyrics start 11 seconds in. And, you know, Chester a lot of times starts speaking when the lyrics are still going. You can't hear what Chester says. And, you know, so you, you want to avoid that. You want a song that goes bad. 25 seconds before it fades out. Yeah, I also just don't think it's upbeat. Well, it, see, I would disagree. It's slow in tempo, but I do feel it has an upbeat feel. Like with the, and, the, and the stomp and claps lends itself to sports, um, which you hear the stomping and clapping in the intro. I, I think it does actually have an upbeat feel to it, but a slow tempo, which might offset the emotion of getting ready for an energetic conversation. All right, so that doesn't beat that doesn't beat our our current song, which is the leader it, in the clubhouse right now. Yeah, to be clear, I think it's one of the best songs out right now actually, but I still think your current uh, hip hop is the Wait, winner. So, so Jake, I I might have an ear for music. That's what I'm hearing. I feel like I should, you know, uh, uh, listen, I could become your Cold assistant. War, Cold War Kids, <laughs> you could. You should be. I need one badly. I can pay you nothing. Uh, well, it's good cuz I can prov- I could provide nothing other than like the eight songs I know. So <laughs> fantastic. By the way, Akiba, we were talking about like lyrics, and you know, I do that as well. Obviously, where I'll listen to like just two or three keywords, and then I can just Google them later. But back in the day before Google, unless a song's lyrics were in like the liner notes for the CD, did you guys do this? Where I would like play a song if there was a song that I really wanted to learn the lyrics to, I would play the song and like on my CD player, play pause, play pause, play pause, so I could write down like word no, by word. No, I think that's a mental illness. I, I don't think anyone's done that. <laughs> I, I I had a, actually got a, a little bit of a brag here. I've always had a knack for remembering lyrics. I hear a song once or twice, I've got it pretty much locked in. Oh wow. Well, yeah, but I guess you know that's that's what you do. That's your that's your. Yeah, job. It, it, yeah. it has helped with my career because every now and again you need lyrics that match the scene, of course. Right. 
And you don't want to be too on the nose also, right? You don't want like it's a song that's very like describing the action and Yep. My next podcast in the interview, we actually talk about that. If it's if it's like a divorce and the song is like, Look, we're getting divorced, then that probably wouldn't work. Right. Like that James Blunt song from like two thousand five. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I can't my believe lover? I know that this. one. Wasn't that Goodbye, Except, My Lover? Yeah. No, was it Had a Bad Day or whatever? No, I was about Goodbye, My Lover. Goodbye, My Friend. You have been the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, it, Akiva's <laughs> exactly right, though. Being too on the nose is actually yeah. a big part of what I do, and not being too big on the nose, rather. My wife, Jen, who, uh, who Jake, you, uh, you met last week, is, is actually, or just a couple days yeah. ago, she's like that also. If we're driving, any top 40 song between like 1986 and 2005 that plays, she knows the words to, and it's, it sort of blows my mind. I, I have older sisters, which helped me with that as well, yeah. Yeah, she says like she just drove a lot in high school, mm-hmm. but because, yeah, because I, I can't do that. I need to like, I'm terrible with lyrics, even for a song I've heard a hundred times. That's why as a kid, if I wanted to learn the lyrics, I had to like, as I said, like manually play the song two seconds at a time, write them down and then memorize them. <laughs> the plus side of that is like, there's like 10, 15 songs from my childhood that I still know every single lyric like backwards and go. forwards. And they're like the random songs, like Men in Black, for example, the Will Smith song. <laughs> All right. Well, he's, so such a, he's such a wordsmith. You probably had to do a lot of yeah. playing and pausing there. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Akiva, you're also a big wrestling fan. It seems like you uh, brought in a couple of wrestling songs. Um, I, the this is the only is... one, but I. I, oh. I um, oh, yeah, oh, this fine. is a, a new wrestler, actually, a new WWE wrestler. Jake, you're not a wrestling guy, right? No, I am not. I, neither was I until like two years ago, but I started, I started liking it. Anyway, um, so AJ Styles is a wrestler. He has an amazing theme song, so let's listen to that. So this he plays when he runs out into the ring, right? right? Yes. Well, so I like it. I, if you were going to do a different intro and outro, if you do go that route, for me, this would be the outro. Interesting. Now, yeah, I do is, think, ultimately, this is too closely associated with him, you know, for maybe to us to choose it, but I, it, I think it's, like, a good enough song to... Well, we stole a song from the Jinx, which was, like, the most popular show, like... Yeah, but no one's going to remember the Jinx in, like, three months. Like, people don't even remember it now. They're like, oh, where yeah. do I know that song from? Yeah, that's true. Um, and I know it's counterintuitive since he walks out to it. It's kind of like his intro song. Yeah. But the energy of it for a podcast and for what you guys do feels more outro-ish. I hear what you're saying. I hear what yeah. you're But I do Let's like it. the end of the song for a second to hear how it ends. Well, you never hear the end of the wrestler's song unless they're like, give it, you know. Well, what I'm saying it kind of seems to go with the they don't want none throughout, pretty much. Yeah, they, they repeat the words they don't want none 500 times. I don't think I've ever heard it. Yeah. yeah. Tapers out with that's how it ends, too. Glass or something. Yeah. All right, so, so you, still like, you still like Overcome the World more, but you think that's a possibility? As a outro, as an outro, I w- and I would like Cold War Kids more of, as an intro than that. If you were going to use it as an intro, but so okay. far AJ Styles theme is my favorite for the outro. Interesting. All right, now next song. I don't know where I found this. It's by a band named Saint Motel. I don't think you've have you ever heard of them. Oh, I know this song well. Oh, you do. Okay, I thought I it's, have no idea. Placed what all to over, Jake. Placed yeah, all true. over TV. Yeah, also, this song has half a million views. It's not like a, you know, it's not this like song has been, 14,000. Especially as a music supervisor, this song has been licensed many a time on film and television. All right, so let's listen. All right, I like that saxophone clapping. This almost sounds like a Stephen Colbert intro. I, I've no it's doubt like you a New Orleans heard this, whether you realize it or not. Yeah. It's got well, like a New Orleans style, sort of, no? Yeah, totally. Yeah. More, ah, maybe more Latin, actually. 
Yeah, that could be like a that could be like a, a Latin wrestler's intro. I almost yeah. want to start salsa dancing in my office. Yeah, I definitely would say a little more Latin than Cajun. I gotta say, I think uh, in terms of energy, this might take over for Overcome. Though I will say, this is so recognizable. It depends what you want. Do you want them to recognize it immediately, or to? be more feeling your originality with the overcome which they wouldn't immediately recognize but might like tell us what do you think people recognize this song from most me i i can't it's one of those things where it's in so many things that i can't even think of one of them i just know i've heard this all over time all right people what do you think of that song versus the uh, current existing song? um I, I don't know if the if what it with the horns is really our vibe and maybe it is too popular of a song I tried not to pick popular songs with maybe one. You know, the Cold War Kids is a popular song. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's maybe only one other really popular song on this list. There's a lot of songs that aren't super well-known. So let's try one of those. Uh, a, a song called Welcome Home, which sounds like the type of you know, song you'd want to uh, start a podcast yep. with, uh, by a band called Radical Face. Okay, let's play this one for a second. Oh, Radical Face is awesome. This is, you know, twee, like Wes Anderson-ish almost. Yeah. Is, is this the right mood we want? I, I would have to say it's not. I do like it's, the fact that it goes like Radical Face is awesome up. for the record, but yeah, that's a good, maybe as an outro, certainly not as your intro. It's, you, you want people in like a good mood, and this is a great song, but it, it's a kind of like a reflection type song. Yeah, I like the song, but I don't think it's right for us. All right, what about a, a, a comeback to you? The Radical Face again. <laughs> Yeah, listen. You're uh, picking I, out some great bands. I'm I'm very excited that that you like my music taste a little bit. Um, what about uh, "Come Back to You" by Silence Is Sexy? Okay. All right, this one jumps right in. So I'm sure you can guess what the first thing I'm going to say is. If you're if you're listening on YouTube like I am, first thing that comes up on the screen is original score for "This Ain't Hollywood." So you're on the right path, in other words, because this is basically score from a movie. Um, and I think the energy is good. I still would go with Overcome, though. Yeah. I don't know where I know that song from, uh, because I, I've never heard of that movie. Neither have I, to be honest. So I wonder where I found the song. I, I wonder if it was um, if it was like a real-world type song, you know, that I heard it on. Uh, you know what, you know what yeah, show I think probably. also has good music that I don't listen to, but I hear in the background because my wife listened to it? I think Grey's Anatomy has a good, you know, someone picking music was good. We talk about that in my first episode. Grey's Anatomy is one of the, is one of the first ones that became where people started to really notice it. People started saying, what is that? And going to look at it. Grey's Anatomy is one of the reasons I'm employed, I would say. So very good call. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we have, uh, this is the only sort of hip hop song. Are you a Rory fan? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we'll find out right now. This I love this song. Probably my favorite song of the last few years. I don't know if it's an intro song, but I also sort of just wanted to plug this song. Let's listen All to right. it. God's Whisper. It's an intense title. Start with some ambient noise. Oh, it's like stars. Uh, yeah, you have go. to wait a few seconds. For me, it's an outro song again. I would not replace Overcome with this. This would... Yeah, it's developing a bit too slowly, I think. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Yes, but what if, uh, is it a good outro song, though? Or does it not beat the AJ Styles theme? I think this is a great outro song. Yeah, I agree. It's a really good song. I wonder However, if it's too big. However, with the lyrics, though, I mean, you, uh, it might be another one where you want to find an instrumental because 
the chorus are saying, I hear God's whispers, which is an interesting lyric to be ending just, your it's show. Developing, I think it develops a little too slowly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're not well, for the outro, the development the might not be as important. Yeah, people are shutting it off, whatever. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, now we have the Royal Concept. I don't know who they are, but their song is called On Our Way. For the record, though, real quick, it looks like Rory also has a song called Devil's Whisper. Yeah, that's like the sequel so. to it. That's like his latest <laughs> yeah. song. Rory's like really great. He's like a kid. I think he's from Atlanta, and he's, yeah, he's going to blow good. up. He's going to blow up. All right, let's listen to Royal Concept on our way. Oh. It's got kind of a news feel to the intro. Oh. I like that horse in the video. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm watching him run. You know, you know oh, at just this died, point. The horse. <laughs> yeah, he got blown up. <laughs> R.I.P. horse. I think this, this could be great. This song sounds very intro. popular. It sounds like a popular song. But it's song, not, right? Have you, have you heard this song, Jake? Uh, I've heard of the Royal Concept, okay. but I don't think this song is that popular. I don't think not. so either. Um, and I... My opinion is it, this would kind of be one of those 50-50 things where you would need to decide if you want hip-hop or indie or alt, whatever you want to call this one, mm-hmm. because I think this is a tie for the intro with Overcome, wow. depending on what genre you want to go with. To me, it's a little bit too indie. What do you think, okay. Well, but that's Fair the type enough. of music I listen to. Like, that's most of this music is, is indie Energy-wise, like I... it's, it's right for me, at the very least. I love it. Wow, I'm very excited, Jake. Jake, right, Jake's okay, a so Jets fan, and he and he's been complimentary. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't love Jake anymore. All right, All right two okay, more five, songs. We're, we're keeping it as here. a possibility. We're almost done here. Uh, a band called the Limananas. I heard this on. Uh, here's a little another podcast tip. Uh, KXP is like a famous radio station out in Seattle, and uh-huh. they have a. Uh, a they, you know, if you subscribe to their podcast feed, they give you a free song every day. So That's you know, cool. a lot of them are junk, but I'd say one out of every seven or eight is really good. And then you have free music forever because it's just on your, you know, iPhone or iPod or whatever. But it's so it stays in your podcast app rather than yeah, it's a podcast. But you can change it to a song if you want. You could change a podcast to a song. Oh, how do you do that? Through iTunes, I'll show you. uh, I think it would be boring for right now, but if anyone wants, they can uh, (laughs) they can ask me. Anyway, this is called the Limananas, and this song is called Salvation. A lot of religious themes, but I don't don't know what it's about. Oh, I like the video game start. Except the way it goes in, I'm gonna have to say outro again. I don't know, like, yeah, it's, it's a little obnoxious for an outro, though. I don't know. I don't love, I do like the song, but I don't love that, like, really loud, you know, I feel like people are going to, like, be annoyed that it's in their ears. Yeah, it's a little white stripesy in a way. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of these have a just, in my opinion, just a lower energy than what you guys are going to want for the intro. Okay, so let's yeah. try one more, because this might be high energy. I love the in, I love the beginning of this song. It's uh, from a band Joy called the Joy Formidable or Formidable, I don't know. And in the song is Formidable. Called Whirring. Fantastic. I had a friend from London who was listening to them in my car once and called them the Joy Formidable. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is a very popular song, of course. Mm-hmm. You hear this? You hear but this again, everywhere? It's a little it's too indie-ish for me, and like a little bit like it's not unique. It doesn't really stand out, you know. Really, just oh, I, I like actually. It's it's a weird song because on iTunes you can see how many times you've listened to a song, and it says like I've only listened to it three times, and I would have guessed it was like a hundred, which means I only I don't like, know about I don't like the whole song. I, no, it's, it's it's just straight from an iPod. I actually think it's really accurate. I'm like one of the last people who still just oh, yeah, you down, oh, you are oh, you own the song on your iPod? Yeah, so I uh, iPod, so I iPod. Oh. Uh, yeah, if you go to 125 in, you could kind of skip ahead and use that as your intro. Interesting. All right, so let's skip ahead to 125. Let's hear. 
Yeah, to me, I don't love the idea of an indie song like this is the intro. And we've only had yeah, it. No, we've had indie songs. choice. Though. Yeah. What, so you didn't, you didn't knock, you didn't knock a single one of my, my song choices. Like, uh, yeah. it, well, in terms of usage for your show, no, but just in I general, no, because but, these are just yeah. I, I pick them. I have like a, a playlist which is best. I just call it best, right. and it's my favorite, like three hundred songs. So I, all nine of these songs, other than the AJ Styles theme, are just songs from the best. You know, cool playlist. Yeah, well, Joy Formidable and Cold War Kids are killer, in my opinion, very killer. All right, and uh, so let, what's what's your final uh, decision here, uh, Jake? My final decision is that. You should either go with the Royal Concept or stay with Overcome. Those are the only ones I heard that have the right energy for your intro. Okay, and what about so outro? No, Saint Motel. I thought we liked Saint Motel. Oh, that was that was an outro song, right? Yeah, so, yeah. No, sax. Saint Motel was. I just thought it was a little bit too recognizable, but energy-wise, it was right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if we picked a different song every week, Chester? No, you're driving me nuts. You <laughs> you know how hard I mean, this it, it would be a be theme then cuz you know theme is it's your theme. Right. Yeah. I I it does delight me how hard this is going to be for Chester to edit. <laughs> this podcast might not be up until uh until July. Yeah. Well, I did offer to help with the mixing. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Chester's by the way really good. He has these podcasts up that night. He works like around the clock to get them through. He's he's really good at that. that is, All right, so that is very can impressive. you pick an outro Jake before we uh before we wrap this up? For your outro, I Wait, would so, actually But Akiva, are we sorry. have we decided are we No, we're going to have to decide. We're going to we're going to sit on it. We're going to oh. sit on it. Okay. All right. The fans will know when we get up to the uh the 100 movies podcast next week. They'll see what we chose. Uh for your outro, I would say the Liminianas or the Joy Formidable for your outro. Okay. Maybe we'll try them one, each once, Chester, and we'll see what works. And if, if, anyone, if anyone listening, if anyone's still listening at this point, if anyone listening uh, has an opinion, then uh, let us know. I'd be interested what, you know, everyone, the thing about music is it's much different than, you know, Chester and I had 44 of the same 100 favorite television shows. Like, people have the same taste in TV, but music, everyone's all oh, over definitely. the map. So it's hard Absolutely. to find. Well, and, and people are embarrassed, which is something, I've had a campaign to speak Stop being embarrassed. I agree. Like. I agree. Even if, if you like it, you like it. Right. Even if your favorite band is like Ricky Martin and the Backstreet Boys, like yeah, then still just tell you people. Did. I mean, yeah. other people might not agree, sure. but to judge someone because they like it is a bit silly. No, I me. agree. I once said something like was going somewhere and they wouldn't tell me. A friend of mine, I'm like, where are you going? He didn't want to tell me he was going to a Justin Timberlake concert. I'm like, no, that's cool. Why? Like, why are you be embarrassed to go to a Justin Timberlake concert? You should be. Yeah. That's it's a fun one thing night. to disagree, but to to. To make a judgment on the person is right. No, there are bands that are objectively bad, but I, I but you should like right. good for you for liking even, them. Even if it's Nickelback, okay, except Nickelback, except Nickelback, no. yes. But that's even like even Nickelback, I think, is in on the joke at this point. All right, so to wrap and, up, and they're with, laughing yeah. all the way to the bank. That's true. Yeah, that, that's another thing. Like who, you know, you could laugh at them, you could make fun, but if you've heard of them, they're probably someone's right. buying all those albums. So they get made fun of a ton, but then who is buying the albums? That's right, all right Jake. So to wrap this up, do you have like a yep. one? music recommendation for the listeners like a band that they should check out that uh they might not know about i do actually some people might know about them but i don't think they're as popular as they should be they're called shovels and rope Ooh, they are they are folk they are fantastic you can get them on spotify or itunes uh their song gasoline is a good one to start with to get an idea and if you're into the more slower love songs with your wife or your girlfriend Hold on, let's let's hear gasoline shovels and rope for a second. Yeah, go for it. Mangy looking dog in this music video. Oh, it's a great it's a great video too. I listen to you know a 
tons of music, and I'll use YouTube a lot of times. Like, I'll tab songs and I'll listen, and now that goes straight through if you don't touch it, YouTube. But I've never once watched the video since, like, the TRL day. Because I feel like oh, it's then been a you're, long time be, for me because too. you'll I'll watch I'll listen to the music while doing something. I feel like if you're watching the video, that's like a full activity. And who has time for that when you're you know you got a hundred mm-hmm. TV shows to catch up on? And if you uh, are with your lady and you want to make her cry and love you even more, the song "Lay Low" by Shovels and Rope that usually that usually will do the trick. Well, we usually make our our wives cry even without any music. That's true. <laughs> it's a skill of ours, but let's hear that one. Probably I like this one more. I like Lay Low. Oh, yeah. They're, they're husband and wife, actually, the two of them. Oh, so they're like a new Civil Wars type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Actually. My wife is obsessed with Civil Wars. Yeah, I really love the Civil Wars. It's such a shame that out here and the Wiltern, they're fantastic. What, um, oh, so I'll give you a recommendation. Chester, do you have one? I, do, I wasn't prepared. I was, told, I was told there would be no. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't think of it. I, I realized like we have we have this music now. Now I'm going to like pepper him with, with music questions. I'm going to ask him to send me some Please. recommendations. But um, are, you, are you familiar with Meg Myers? Yes. I, so I, I, I love Meg Myers. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan, but I used to listen to a podcast, uh, which is now defunct, called Totally Lame. And the, the husband is a husband and wife podcast. The husband... Like discovered her and was her manager. So like before she ever had any music out, they would like play her her first song. And I really like her. So I think people. What's yeah, the song called? Like, uh, she's got a lot uh, of songs. Lemon Eyes. Mon- Mon- Lemon Eyes is her best song. Twenty good songs. I really like her. And she's got you know she's got that hard rock feel to her, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was live. They were live streaming her uh, Coachella performance. I really I really liked her. Oh, she's a great artist for Coachella too. Yeah. Um, all right. So Jake, this was awesome. Jake really knocked us out of the park, Chester. He really knows his stuff. Thank you. And uh, I hope uh, I hope this was uh, useful to someone other than other than me. I think it was. Uh, and now maybe if Jake has like a a, a moment of inspiration uh, for for a theme song, he's welcome to uh, come back on and uh, and you know give it to us. And also, if you want to talk Jets uh, later in the summer, we'd, I'd be happy to. Uh, Oh, anytime you'd have me on the talk sports, I would. Is, is football your sport? Is, is are the Jets your team? Or are you? Uh, the, the Jets are, but all of them. I mean, Yankees, Rangers. I am as diehard as into sports as I could be. If I wasn't doing music, it would be sports, and I can talk any of the majors. All it, is it lonely a little bit being a New York sports fan out in LA, where the sports scene is kind of weak in some places? There's a ton. I mean, in some places, but there's a ton of New Yorkers out here, as many LAers will tell you. So it's not so bad, but there aren't many Jets fans anywhere, it seems. The Jets-Yankees um, pairing is weird, because you usually see you know, yeah, Jets with Mets true. and Yankees with Giants. I have a I, lot of Jets-Yankees friends. I went to high school in the Bronx, so it's just hard not to be a Yankee fan. Oh, so you grew up you grew up in the city? Yeah, uh, yeah. I went to Fieldston in the Bronx. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so Chester, why don't you take us out? Okay, so we uh, yes, yeah, so we have a decision to make. I'm leaning towards keeping overcome the world and maybe maybe taking Jake's advice and looping it so that we extend those ten seconds a little bit further. But we're still open to some of the other possibilities that we talked about. Uh, you know, the royal concept or or maybe the AJ Styles song was that still a possibility, Kiva, or did we rule that one out? I forget. I'm not sure. I, we, I have to listen back to this podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, Jake, thanks for joining us again. Jake, you're on Twitter at Jason Jake B. My real name's Jason. It's weird. Oh, okay. All right, so thank you very much. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for joining us. Next week at Kiva, we debut the 100 greatest movies of the past 25 years. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been working hard on that. I'm looking forward. Yeah, you know, we've had quite a few listeners submit their lists as well. Uh, It's not too late to submit your own list. Send us your list of the best 
100 movies or any number of movies you want uh, dating back to 1991. And like we did with the TV shows, we will uh, roll it into our cumulative rankings and we will uh, announce uh, your selections as we announce ours. So uh, that will that podcast will debut next week. Other than that, we will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>